0: Hi, I'm Ruby Ryder. Welcome to Pegging Paradise podcast number 268 on October 25th, 2020. Changing the world one ass at a time. My mission here at Pegging Paradise Podcasts is first and foremost to spread the word about pegging. I offer you accurate information to dispel the common myths and misconceptions. Basically, I spread the knowledge so that you can get onto the thrill of spreading your cheeks or your partners. Another part of my mission is encouraging you to explore your out-of-the-box sexual interests without shame or embarrassment. Shame is the silent saboteur of sexual satisfaction. Don't let it stop you from delving into the world of pegging and any other consensual safe kink that calls to you. The journey can be exhilarating, breathtaking, and life-changing. If you would like to support this mission, become a patron of my work. All patrons have access to the podcast a day early, as well as a 24-7 chat channel full of pegging aficionados, from all over the world. Rewards for the various levels of monthly support include written and audio erotica to titillate and instigate. Click the orange Become a Patron button on my website. You can also make a yearly one-time donation and receive the same benefits as a monthly patron. Just click the blue Donate button. Another way to support my work is by shopping at Entice Me, the little black dress of pleasure products. Head over to Entice Me and peruse a meticulously curated selection of luxury, body-safe, non-toxic toys, specifically chosen for your thrills and satisfaction. For free shipping of your entire purchase, use the coupon code RIDER. That's R-Y-D-E-R. Need help figuring out which pegging equipment is the best choice for you? I offer free equipment phone consultations for customers of Entice Me, and you will be supporting my mission of spreading cheeks around the world. Hi everybody, I am going to jump right into your letters. This is a little feedback from something on podcast 266. So we're gonna start right off with a reaction and comment to something that was in podcast number 266, The Aussie Guy. The Aussie Guy's story is the sexiest story I've ever heard. I'm an Aussie guy also and live in Melbourne. I listened to this story walking down the main street of Melbourne while going to work. And it was so hard that I had to keep adjusting myself and checking for staining of my pants. Oh, how I wish I could find my partner. I hope she comes into my life soon. (laughs) <laughs> that was lovely to get. And also I'm imagining that the original Aussie guy might be pleased to know that he was so inspirational for this Aussie guy in Melbourne. <laughs> Thank you so much for sending that in. Now I'm just going to jump right in to a review that was sent to me of the We Vibe vector. He has organized it in different categories regarding the toy, how it works, and all kinds of things. So here we go. Package. Minor little things here. Little hard to remove without tearing the foam. No included USB to wall charger. Length of cord is small for floor socket to side table charging. Feels. Feels well-constructed, stiff but with some flex in the V. It's a matte finish and the button is easily felt and seen when needed. Metal charging contacts that are magnetic. My toy has some silicone mold edges felt, but does not seem to affect the feel of insertion and are not felt at all during play. Size comparisons. I took no measurements and they provide them online. However, I have two favorite toys that I can compare them with. It feels like a nice step between the Enjoy P-Fun plug and the large B-Vibe snug plug. Fit. The Vector is larger than the P-Fun plug and smaller than the large B-Vibe. For sitting and walking short distances around the house, it's in between as well. The P-Fun plug definitely does not sit still for me. My muscles and anatomy just can't hold it in well right now the B-Vibe plug will stay there no problem, with a small neck and large flare. The Vector is a good medium. I can walk around with comfort and not worry about slipping. Sleep. I have tested this once while sleeping, and while comfortable, I would recommend at least one or two additional applications of lube during the night. Playtime, no remote. I must say, That playtime with just the toy and no vibration is usually my go-to, since I tend to get off with pressure stimulation rather than vibration. The vector is very nice, but the possibilities with the remote and app are ideal. The manual modes only cycle through specific settings and aren't perfect. Playtime's Remote Only This is really good as the remote is pretty easy to sync up and adds a lot of versatility to the toy. I have not used this in longer distances than about 4 feet. Modes still cycle through presets, but you can adjust the power of the vibrations on the different modes. This is my current go-to mode of play recently since I've gotten used to the vibration, though it did need a bit of training. Really just kind of either rewiring my brain for pleasure that way or getting my body-mind to relax for it. Playtime's app only. I like the app. I really do. I like the connectivity of it and how versatile you can play with the modes. You can build your own custom vibration schemes and it can sync up to any audio playing around you. I want to be able to play like this all the time, but I won't be able to watch the videos or read the stories and comics I like and play with the app at the same time. Overall, size, fit, feel, 8 out of 10. While pretty much a perfect fit for me, I wouldn't mind an adjustable neck to put more pressure on the prostate. That said, it's really good. Vibrations, 9 out of 10. This isn't a Hitachi, and for me, that's a good thing. It's quiet, very quiet. The vibrations are strong enough for me to get off on lower settings rather than on max, so I have some room to explore. The customization in the app opens up a wide range of possibilities. The only thing I wish it had was a way to switch modes from my notification bar or from the home screen. Playtimes: 10 out of 10. I've had a blast from only using either the P-Fun or the large B-Vibe plugs. I've had more fun with this as a play accessory. Sleeping, I'd rather use a metal toy." So, wow. Thank you so much for that review. And an interesting thing when I read it, and actually I'm going to have to send you a message about this. I remember reading this and thinking, okay, but wait, the vector is adjustable. And I thought I remembered that correctly, so I went and grabbed up my box and checked, and yes, the vector is adjustable. Now, when I try to adjust it, and it says right there on the instructions what the point of adjustment is, what I discovered is that probably the method of adjustment is bending it a little, and it feels almost like you shouldn't have to bend it that hard if you follow my meaning. Because there are other toys that have a little joint area where it will bend, but you have to like press in something and then turn it and it locks into the next setting. That's not like this. This is basically you just bend it. It's similar to the strap on me strap on the double with that big wire that connects the bulb and the shaft that goes in the receiver. It's like that. And it's even a little harder to bend. So I tried it a few times and it will change shape. The reason I know that it changes shape is because I tried to put it back into the box and it was the wrong shape. <laughs> so it wouldn't fit in that foam that was prepared for that shape to ship it, right? And to hold it in the box. So please know that yes, it is adjustable, interestingly enough. And I am going to follow this wonderful review from Volcano Hound. <laughs> with my own review of this toy. So here is what I've been up to recently regarding the Vibe Vector. I have been playing around with Chastity and any of you who have been watching my blog certainly know that. And I'll tell more about that story in a little bit. However, what I did recently was I had my caged play partner. So he had his Chastity cage on, it was locked. He brought his toy with him to a dinner. It was an outside dinner at a restaurant. Very nice. And we played with the toy there. Now we'd already done some play at distance. So a really interesting thing was when I brought this toy up and suggested playing with it, um, I was ready to send him mine because I bought mine some time ago earlier this year. And he said, why don't I just buy one? Well, interestingly enough, what that enabled us to do was it enabled us to see if, and I don't know if anybody had ever even thought about this, I have one, he has one. So we put them both online, so to speak. We both had the app. So what that resulted in was he had a toy and I had a toy. We discovered that you can actually hook them both up on the apps and you can control each other's toys. (laughs) We did some long distance play And that was actually quite fun. I'm gonna write a much longer, really detailed review of this toy and put it on my blog. And I'll make sure and announce that and make sure the link is available all over the place as soon as that is done. Because it gets a little complicated and it's just really nice when you get a brand new toy to be able to go somewhere and read the whole thing and figure out how to use it. Because this is kind of complicated. Even from something as seemingly simple as when you go through and read the directions, one of the first things it gets you to do is to link up to the remote. So, okay, it might be common sense for a lot of people that you might have to unconnect it from the remote before you then try and connect it to the app. But for me, that wasn't automatic. And I'm thinking for a lot of people, it might not be automatic because I looked up some of the reviews and I looked up some of the forums where people were talking about how to use it. And that was a common problem. So that's one of the hints that they have on the website about how to use it, probably because a lot of people have had that issue. And that's the way they present it in the instruction booklet sequentially. So they have you hook it up to the remote, then say, okay, now let's hook it up to the app. This is how you do that. But they never say, disconnect it from the remote. So yes, please pay attention to that part. However, it could get kind of complicated because it's a rather complicated app. And while we were playing at distance, it did disconnect sometimes. Uh, Sometimes it went for a good 10 minutes, maybe 15, and then it would disconnect, and sometimes it disconnected pretty quickly. It was relatively easy to get it to connect up again. I never had a problem with that. It wasn't ever a situation of, I couldn't get it working again, but at the same time, it seemed a little buggy. And nonetheless, even though it was buggy, I mean, okay, keep listening, because then, once we did the distance play, we met in person at the restaurant, like I started to tell you. So that was fun, because he was caged, and he brought the toy with him. So I sent him off to the bathroom to put it in, and then I connected it to my phone, and I had lots of fun playing with him during dinner. We were sitting in an outdoor cafe. It wasn't tremendously loud, but there were a fair number of people around in a big area all socially distanced of course and I never ever heard it at all. So there is a good vote for it being quite quiet, like Volcano Hound had reported that it was very quiet. So it's wonderful for public play. You know, I keep saying this, this is my favorite thing, is clandestine public stimulation. Well I got to play with that more on this date than I ever have before. Oh my gosh. So that was really quite fun. I kept playing with it and he kept trying to keep his composure. He did a really pretty good job, but it was easy for me to see there sitting right next to him and watching his face and watching him squirm, which patterns and which things I did garnered the most reaction and which of those would be the biggest challenge to not have a real obvious reaction to. When the waitress took away the credit card and disappeared, I turned it up to a fairly high level of intensity and a pattern that seemed to be one of the ones that he really enjoyed. And I said, well, I don't know how long she's going to take to come back with the check, but this is going to stay this way until she comes back. (laughs) But we had great fun doing that and playing with that toy. And I have to say that even just that, and by the way, there was no problem disconnecting at all while I was right there next to the toy, none whatsoever. So that is a plus. We agreed that actually, even though the app is buggy, that the toy offered so much even though the app was a little buggy, that it was totally worth it. And for me, it was clearly totally worth it because of this whole clandestine public stimulation thing. He loved it, and so did I. And you know, I haven't had many opportunities to do that at all. As I think back in my whole career of doing this wild sex education thing, I have never played with a vibrating toy with a partner. I'd been with a partner that was wearing quite a large butt plug and put my bare foot on his crotch under the table, but (laughs) never played with a vibrating toy. So this was a new one and it was really, really fun. So from that perspective, from the user's perspective, the controller's perspective, that was really quite fun. And there are many more details that I'm gonna report in my review. Uh, Little things like you switch control back and forth when you're using the app at distance. So we were on the phone and I had it connected by app, and you can ask for control of it. So if you're the person that has the toy, then a little message comes on your phone that says they would like to control it. And you can answer yes, or maybe later. So consent, hey, consent, this is nice. I noticed that consent language that was really quite cool. All of the little details that I was able to garner with experimenting, I will have for you in that review, but for now I would say it's a really awesome toy. And yes, it is adjustable. Yes, the vibrations were quite uh deep and satisfying. This partner of mine doesn't have a whole lot of experience with different toys uh and different prostate vibrators. So he was just thrilled, (laughs) it worked for him. (laughs) And let's see, what else can I tell you about it? You know, we were there for at least an hour and a half and we were probably actively playing with that prostate massager for at least an hour of that time. Sometimes I turned it down all the way, most of the time I didn't. And I took great delight in doing things like hiding the phone screen from him and doing something spontaneously and surprisingly, which would make him jump. That was a lot of fun too. So yes, lots of potential play opportunities here. Very nice. He did not have any trouble holding it in, walking around, going to the bathroom and back. We finished our dinner, the bill was paid. He walked me to my car. I kissed him good night, and then as I drove away, he went back into the restaurant, went to the restroom, took the plug out because he had a bit of a drive home, and then drove home himself. Apparently, it worked really, really well because he left his credit card there by accident. (laughs) So there you go. I mean, I don't know if that's one more vote towards this is an awesome toy or not. He was a little bit buzzed, a little rattled, a little um, not paying attention. (laughs) So, okay, yes, the review will be written and up before too long on my blog with all of the really, really detailed instructions because it's a complicated toy, but I think it's a great toy. And as soon as that came out, as soon as I was at the show and I heard them talking about it and I heard all of the versatility that it had, I decided, yeah, I'm gonna try that out. And I bought it long time ago. Before I tried it out with this partner, I was a little concerned because I got online and I found a whole bunch of people talking about how it kept dropping off of the app and it when you played at distance that it, it dropped its connection a fair amount. And yeah, that was actually true. Um, you know, whether it dropped it a lot, it's really a matter of perspective because if you've got that and you've been playing with it for like 15 minutes and then it drops it, Well, you know, there are worse things. If it dropped it every 30 seconds, every two minutes, so does it drop it a lot according to my assessment of it? No, it drops it uh, sometimes, and it connects back up very easily, so there's that. It would be nice, of course, if everything worked totally perfectly, but whenever you're looking at internets and apps and things like that, things can get a little bit more complicated and it can be difficult to make things work perfectly. You know, evidenced by the (laughs) salmate, right? Yes, the app control chastity cage that locks people in, right? (laughs) So, okay, moving right along here. Let's get to other things. Now what I'm going to do, after I presented my take on the vector, is I am going to read you the rest of Volcano Hound's letter to me. And guess what? The rest of Volcano Hound's letter is about pegging celebration time. I emailed you roughly five years ago, I think by now, asking for help, talking with my wife, who had recently given birth to our first child. It's been a long road for both of us. We've had a second girl as well, and while we are both still deeply in love with each other, it's been a trying time to be intimate, even for touching or PIV sex. We've both had body issues, hers greater than mine, due to trauma from childbirth and her job. And while neither of us are happy with our bodies, we accept each other. I admittedly fucked up a bit and had issues due to shame and hid some of my desires from her. I've worked on them, and while not perfect, I'm trying to keep her faith in me. This past Friday, she found pictures of me experimenting and was unhappy with me doing it without her totally understandable since we have had such little time with each other. I needed to get my ass handed to me in that regard. We ended our conversation on good terms with me needing to be more communicative about what I want to try. Even if she doesn't want to do it at all, she said she's willing to hear me out. God, I'm lucky to be with her. We were chilling out watching Umbrella Academy when she started to get handsy with me, touching my cock and slowly getting lower after gently edging. We started getting a bit more intimate when she said that I could do whatever I wanted to do and to get what I wanted ready. I hesitated for a long moment, especially after our conversation. I really didn't want to fuck up the night and turn her off of even being intimate. I replied saying that I had a fantasy about tying her hands up, putting the strap-on harness on, and riding her. I whispered and told her I would maybe let her touch me. She agreed, and I tied her up, adjusted the harness. Tantus cheap, I know, but I'd rather go cheap, so we make sure it's an activity we both like. Applied some lube to the tantus curve while fingering her and lowered myself down onto her. I wasn't expecting to play that night, so I was tight, but her cock felt so satisfying. While lowering myself down, I felt her slowly pushing up into me, and as I bottomed out, I reached behind and fingered her. I rocked back and forth, and I felt both of us building up to orgasms. I leaned down and asked if she would like to touch me. She nodded, and I undid her restraints. She jacked me off while I played with her gorgeous breasts. I came rather quickly and took off the harness. I needed a moment, so I started to finger her again and then entered her while she played with her clit. She came hard, and while she came down, I held her. While cleaning up, my legs were slightly wobbly. We were able to talk a bit after, and she wanted to adjust the harness a bit better, since it was dark and in the heat of the moment. I asked her if pegging was as bad as she had thought it would be, since she was a bit afraid of feeling too masculine or feeling that she would see me as too feminine, she replied that it wasn't. While overjoyed that we pegged, I'm still thinking on how I can do better for her. I have a ways to go to keep her faith in me solid, so the event felt a bit bittersweet. Feel free to read both the review and my experience on the podcast. I'm not sure if I deserve the celebration music or not since I still feel like I fucked up a bit, But I trust my wife to let me know when she's out of her comfort zone. I just need to let her know any time that I want to experiment with anything new. Thank you, Ruby. It took me a decade or more to realize that I liked ass play, and it took years for my wife and I to build trust and support for us to share this with each other. Guys, it can work if you're open and communicate with your partner. Trust them, and even if there are fuck-ups along the way. Relationships can get better. They can be repaired and be stronger for it. Volcano Hound. Wow, that was really such an amazing share. Thank you so much for all of that. Not just the review, but definitely so wonderful to read your update. Clearly, you know already that I played the music for you. Of course you deserve the music. Not all first times are hunky-dory, happy, happy. Sometimes it takes some sort of edging into things. It's still such a cause for celebration. You guys worked through so much stuff to get where you are that I totally celebrate all of the effort it took for both of you. She found something she didn't like. She talked to you about it. Excellent move. You talked with her about it. You guys talked until things felt better. Excellent move on both of your parts. She said you can do anything you want. You told her what you want. Excellent move again. And then you guys had really quite a good time. And she also said to you that she, you know, if she could change anything about what happened, that she would have adjusted the harness a bit better. So I do have to mention, since you mentioned, (laughs) you got a cheap harness. This is a common thing with cheap harnesses, you know. Plus, it is not usually easy to have the harness on be riding it and finger her at the same time uh it depends on the distance from her whole vulva area to the opening of her vagina you say fingering her so i'm thinking you're going inside her vagina but um A lot of times it's difficult when the harness is in the right position. And when the harness is in the right position, it's more comfortable because it's not on the pubic bone. So ideally you want that really a whole lot lower. And if it's not lower and, and it does fit better or feel better, more secure or what have you up higher than you normally would need some padding underneath the base of the toy because when it's on that pubic bone, yeah, that can be a little uncomfortable, especially if you were riding her because that's like your whole weight coming down on the toy and she doesn't really have the ability to not press into you hard because you're coming down on top of her. I hope all this makes sense and having the toy in the harness in the correct position down on the vulva and below the pubic bone can make riding a little bit of a challenge sometimes but it is possible depending on the bodies and stuff like that so i just wanted to mention that cheap harness that's what sometimes makes it uncomfortable (laughs) so again i celebrate you both i celebrate how far you've come thank you for sharing your story I hope it serves as inspiration for those of you out there who are kind of struggling a little bit, whether it's struggling to express your feelings to your partner, struggling to work through something that didn't go right and you're trying to repair things. Yes, communication really, really paves the way for so many things. So once again, I am thrilled to play that music for you and you totally deserved it. (laughs) Thanks for sharing your story with us. And again, we have another pegging celebration time. Ruby. It would be my honor if you could play the music. It finally happened. My story is a long one. Also, excuse my English. It's not my first language. Let's call it from virgin to Peggy. I, male, lost my virginity to my now wife, female, when I was 29. I had been in a couple of relationships before, but I never had PIV or anal sex, only fooling around and oral. As you can imagine, my confidence was not that high, and I was self-conscious about this fact. I met my wife by chance, six years ago, in a local festival out of town. It was such a coincidence because both of us were living in the same city, but met at this festival. I almost missed the trip because I had been drinking with some co-workers the night before, and I had a huge hangover. I decided to go only because I had already paid for the trip. I had a couple of hours before the festival was over, so I sat down at a table and laid my head down, dozing off a bit, next to the organizers of the trip, which were a couple from the city. Then my now-wife approached the organizers, who were friends of hers, because they had a package for her. She ordered a TARDIS plushie from the Doctor Who show. When she squeezed it, it made the characteristic sound from the show, so I quickly lifted my head. As I recognized the sound right away and saw the plushie, I was surprised, as I am a huge fan of Doctor Who, and so was she. Then we had some nice small talk about the show, the festival, etc. At the end of the evening, she asked me to add her to my Facebook. She was quite cute, five feet tall, light brown skin, and looked quite innocent. Oh, how wrong I was, laugh out loud. Over the next week, we messaged each other quite a bit and I found out she just had her birthday, so I asked her out for a belated celebration. We started hanging out, and one day she invited me to her place for breakfast as I was working in the afternoon. We were supposed to make pancakes, but we didn't even get started. I kissed her, and one thing led to another, until we were naked. I kept thinking, oh shit, is this happening? I was freaking on the inside and trying to be cool, so I lost my virginity. It was nice and a bit awkward, and I just kept downplaying it, Suddenly, as I was getting dressed, she gave me a big, sweet, tight hug. At that moment, I was hers. I never felt like that before. We kept seeing each other, and I learned she had had three serious relationships before, and also several partners, including women. She also told me she was bisexual. She was a little worried about telling me, but I didn't mind that. I just worried that I wasn't good enough. She was way more experienced, and I was just learning the ropes. I never told her I was a virgin when we met, just that I fooled around with other girls before her. During that time, she got a tumor removed from her abdomen. It was at an area near her uterus, and after surgery, they had to remove one fallopian tube as well. She had the surgery at her hometown, about 900 kilometers from where we were living. Her mom was with her, but I couldn't join. That was the first time I talked with her mom, and surgery went well. Over a year later, I had a job opportunity out of the country. I told her I wanted her to come with me. She agreed, and we started getting things done for the moving. Then, a roadblock. She could not join me, as we were not married. They told us we had two weeks to turn in a marriage license, or she couldn't get a residence permit. So we went for dinner and discussed the pros and cons of getting married right away. Of course, we did what any responsible adult couple would do, We concluded the worst that can happen is we get divorced, so no hard feelings, and she would return to our country. Like if it had been a long holiday. All right, you only live once. After that, we were in bed, and I finally told my soon-to-be-wife she was my first, and I had never had sex before. She didn't believe me. You are joking. No way you didn't do that before, she said. No, really, just touching and oral a few times, I told her she smiled and hugged me she was flattered she had been my first and assured me i do a really good job especially with my hands not to toot my own horn but i am double-jointed and have long fingers apparently i can move my fingers like no one before according to her when i am touching her pussy we flew her mom in two days before the wedding it was the first time we actually talked in person i am just glad she did not kill me i guess she was more puzzled and scared than angry Fast forward five months later, and we were off on our own to a new country away from family and friends. We didn't know anyone, so we stayed at home a lot. Only one thing to do, we fucked like crazy. At the time I was 31, she was 33. Her gynecologist had told her that if she wanted kids, she should think of doing it fast, due to her previous surgery, and most likely, she will have a hard time getting pregnant. So, like the responsible adults we are, we decided to stop using contraceptives. We both wanted a family and were well off enough to start. Lo and behold, two months later she is pregnant. She is still resentful of her gynecologist. (laughs) That did not stop us and we continued to have lots of sex. At the beginning it was quite vanilla, her wearing some lingerie and usually P.I.V. One time she was jerking me off and she started to touch me at my taint, moving her hand further down. I startled, and she asked me if she could go lower. I agreed and started to feel quite good. Then she asked me if she could touch my ass. I also agreed, but I felt uneasy and a bit scared. Once she started to touch me there, it felt wonderful and any uneasy thoughts went away. That was my first anal experience. A week later we visited a sex shop, looking for things to spice things up. We had been discovering new kinks we enjoy together. We found out we were into dominating each other. We were both switches. Sometimes she wants me to take her and be more aggressive. Other times she is in control and mounts me. Both of us love to spank each other, nothing too aggressive. So we decided to buy a starter kit, which had two cock rings, a pump, blindfold, some restraints, and we also got a riding crop. But the kit also had a vibrating toy, which at the moment I thought, was a vagina vibrator. Oh, sweet, innocent summer child. (laughs) At home, my wife put on a sexy latex lingerie she owns, and we started the foreplay, spanking me using the new riding crop and just fooling around with the toys. We didn't use the restraints or the blindfold. It was all quite vanilla by some standards. Then she asked me if she could put the vibrator inside me. She saw my horror face and told me, I'll be gentle, I promise. She can be so sweet, and convincing at the same time. I agreed. Let me know if you feel pain or get uncomfortable, she said. Then she started to lube my ass and the toy. She was really careful, looking at my face, then down at the toy, sliding it slowly. It felt a little uncomfortable at first, but then it was quite pleasurable. Then she turned the vibrator on, and I made a surprised face. It felt so good. You like it, she asked. Yes, I said, so she went deeper. Oh, it was so good. I told her to go deeper, and she did, and deeper. But she told me, I can't. It's already at the base. The toy was about five inches. She was as surprised as I was. Who knew I could take that much my first time? I joke now that she took my ass virginity. We started using that toy occasionally. She would be on top and turn on the toy inside me, feeling the vibrations through me. And well, due to the pregnancy, we had to stop having sex. Fast forward almost four years to around present time. We had to tone down our sexy times. Our daughter takes most of our free time. We're grateful, but sad at the same time. It was something we really enjoyed. By now, we have experimented more. I was always on the idea that doing anal things is unsanitary and dirty. Little by little over the last four years, that has changed. Recently, I got an Enjoy wand and an Aneros prostate massager, thanks to Prostate Play suggestions in Reddit. That's where I also found out about straight pegging, and then your podcast, Ruby. Oh man, I really wanted to try it, but it was something sort of on the back burner at the moment. I use the aneros to aid during sex, and oh my god, the experience is completely different. Usually, I have a hard time coming. I would need to stimulate myself quite a bit before sex, or I would last too long and lose my erection due to my penis getting numb. With the aneros, it is constantly stimulating my prostate area, so I am always hard, and coming feels like I am shooting with a cannon. Interestingly, I feel a lot more manly with the aneros because I can give my wife a wilder sex experience, and I would get more into dominating her as the aneros continues stimulating me. Finally, we tried anal sex, as in me doing her ass, and I quite liked it. My wife loved it. She only experienced it once and in a previous relationship, and it was painful and an uncomfortable experience for her. But this time, she was screaming of pleasure and loved it a lot. Then, after her anal sex experience, something clicked that I can't explain. That week, once our daughter was asleep, we would have really wild sex every night. Remember the strap restraints we bought those many years ago with the starter kit? Well, we finally used them. I put the blindfold on her and bound her arms and legs to a metal bar over our bed. She was laying on her back with the legs back exposing her. I started spanking her quite hard, loving every second. She would scream of pleasure. Then I fucked her. But instead of coming, I quickly took a dildo she had in her drawer, lubed it up, and used it in her pussy while I was fingering her ass. That really surprised her, and she started to struggle. I need to touch my clitoris, take these things off, she yelled at me. I got really turned on, she was so excited, and being unable to pleasure herself. That didn't last long, because she had her hands bound quite close to each other, so she reached the strap and freed her hands a few seconds later. I continued to pleasure her while she touched herself. It was so hot, then she came and squirted so hard. At the end of the week, surprise, her period came. I was sad because we would lose our sexy streak we had been having. Then she told me, Well, now it's your turn to receive. At this time, she knew about my anal toys, and she would finger around my ass sometimes. However, that night, after some foreplay, she grabbed the anal lube and told me to lay on four legs on the bed and started to finger my ass quite deeply. I felt so exposed. It was so good. She was in control. Then she started to get into it. Back and forth, I could feel her fingers inside me. I was losing myself. She stopped and grabbed the enjoy wand. I was looking behind my back and saw she was putting lube on the larger end of the wand. I told her, no, I had never used that side, it was too big. Oh, honey, I had three fingers all the way into my knuckles inside you a minute ago. Man up, you can take it. And I took it. She was being careful, as the wand is quite heavy. Then she said, I'm really getting into this. I wish I had a real penis so I could do you so good. Spanking and biting my butt. Oh, God, yes, fuck me, I thought. But I just said to her, I would love that in a sensual voice. Of course, I sent her straight to pagan paradise. She read some information and she was quite surprised about it. She immediately agreed. And that's when I asked you about the harness. So we ordered to strap on me double dildo, an enema bulb and a harness. My wife wanted the large one. I told her it was fine while being a little reluctant. Laugh out loud. I know it's not the best for beginners, but she wanted it after reading your review. After days of waiting eagerly, it finally arrived on a Thursday. She loved the look and the shape. Quote, it's the first time I have had a sex toy so nice and fancy looking. Our daughter was starting school next Monday, so I told her, She should use that opportunity to try it as I'm working home due to coronavirus and we will be alone at that time. I was getting a shower that night when she barged into the bathroom, handed me the enema bulb and told me to get ready. My heart was jumping like crazy. Again, I got a flashback. Is this really happening? I cleaned myself and went to bed. She was waiting for me. There was some foreplay and she grabbed the aneros, using it as a dildo. She lubed me and started to play with my ass. Okay, you are ready, she said, after some minutes. I helped her with the harness while she inserted the bulb part of the strap-on inside her. Then she finished putting it on. Oh my, she looked gorgeous, that big purple penis-shaped dildo in between her legs. I touched and stroked it a bit, reminding myself she can't feel it. She tried the vibrators for her pussy and outer labia, and she loved them, moaning quite nicely. She turned them off and told me to get into position. I was in doggy position while she lubed the dildo, and getting behind me, she started to push. It surprised me. It was big, maybe too big. Breathe deep and relax. If it hurts, let me know, she told me. I was telling her to wait. I was truly scared, but little by little, she was getting deeper. The transition from the penetration to finally being inside was like going from a windy storm to a calm afternoon after a storm. I enjoyed the feeling and told my wife to wait while I caught my breath and got used to the feeling. I felt so stretched, but no pain at all. Then she started to move while I was stroking myself. It felt so nice. Then she started to get into it, a little awkward, and we were laughing. Then she told me to lay on my stomach while laying down on me. I could feel her breasts on me. It was so hot. She started to really fuck me. Each time she pushed inside me, I would feel a tingle of pressure, almost uncomfortable but not quite. Then I started to moan, and some sound I could only describe as a silent squeak. I had never felt like that, dominated, vulnerable, and loved. She was worried because of my sounds and asked me if it was hurting. No, doesn't hurt at all. I'm okay. I tried to tell her between my moans. She was getting into it. Do you like being fucked? I love your hips and butt. Oh, I wish I had a real dick so I could feel inside you, she told me. She even tried to spank me, but quickly stopped. I think she was too focused. We didn't even use the dildo vibrators. I felt some tingle feelings running all over my body, not to a point of an orgasm, but close. She got tired after some time, and I told her we could switch to cowboy position. When she moved, I quickly yelled to stop. The base of the dildo hit the entrance of my anus from the inside and got really uncomfortable. Now we know to take it out first. Slowly she took it out, and then I was on top of her. It was really awkward, and I was able to put it inside, but we couldn't do it well. She then told me it was starting to hurt. She had it inside her as well, so she already was sore. I guess that is a drawback of this dildo. A vagina gets sore easier than an anus. We laid down hugging each other and talking she enjoyed it and i did as well she told me it is not something we would do every day but once in a while sure also we want to get another dildo a regular one she can wear without it being inside her this experience had us talking more about our kinks and fantasies we now know we are both switch we like dom and sub but no humiliation or degradation We like bonding each other, and we have some voyeurism and exhibitionism interests as well. She told me she wants to see me being fucked by a guy. I told her no, as I'm not attracted to male bodies. I like penises, but not on guys. So I suggested, what about a trans woman? Her eyes grew big. Oh my God, even better. So that is for a future project. If it happens or not, it doesn't matter. We like to talk about our desires and fantasies. I'm saving some money to get us a nice swing. I am so lucky to have a wife so wonderful, sexy, and kinky. She taught me so much. And now we are discovering more and more of each other. And that is my extremely long story. Now you know my full sex life from start to now, how I almost became a wizard. Supposedly, if you turn 30, being a virgin, you turn into a wizard and how I finally got to be pegged by a cute, short, and kinky woman. Please, if you want, share as much of this as you want on your podcast. I guess that's my exhibitionist speaking. I can't thank you enough for your suggestions, your motivation, and making me realize this is normal, something I can share with my wife and don't feel emasculated or like I'm a weirdo or something. You're a blessing and keep changing the world one ass at a time. Oh my God, Ruby, sorry. I just realized how much I wrote. I really got into it. (laughs) You did indeed. That was an amazing story. Your English is pretty darn good. I switched some words here and there, but not very many. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate you telling the whole story. Sometimes these really long stories are fun because they just give you such a sense of what the person went through. And what it felt like and and the difficulties they had to overcome and all of the factors involved in all these decisions that were made. So if, you asked me about a toy and I gave you that recommendation, I probably didn't tell you or didn't realize that you hadn't ever done pegging before. Because it's a fabulous toy, but I don't usually recommend doubles for beginners. Partly because of that awkward part, because the learning curve is quite steep for new givers. But also, just having a part inside you when you fuck your partner is simply just another layer of complexity that it's easier to add after you've already learned how to do the whole pegging thing. So yes, I encourage you to get another toy, a single, and that way it won't be sore inside her. It sounds like you guys really kind of went at it for a while if it was sore inside her. And I love how she was so gentle with you, really easing things into your ass. And I particularly really enjoyed the way that you phrased this. I'll read it again. The transition from the penetration to finally being inside was like going from a windy storm to a calm afternoon after a storm. That is so poetic, that is so beautiful. I know the feeling of when you're trying to allow something, into your ass especially when it has a pronounced head on it whether it's a toy or a biocock that that moment when it gets in and the head clears and you can actually let your sphincter close in around behind the head that just feels exquisite in my world so It sounds like maybe that is what you were describing, but that moment, I recognize it. I would not have never described it like that, and I love it when people use poetic ways to describe things. Perhaps that's because English is your second language. So, yes, I particularly enjoyed that part. But the interplay of how you two are together was really quite delightful to hear about. She does sound like the perfect partner to have stumbled upon at that festival as an almost 30-year-old virgin. (laughs) And the Doctor Who thing, that's like a story you can tell your kid. Oh my God. Make sure you save recordings of the Doctor Who show for when that wonderful child grows up and you can say, this is how mom and dad met. (laughs) That's beautiful. Thank you so much for the letter. Again, once again, congratulations to you both. This is something i found on reddit the title of it is the spirit is willing but the flesh is spongy and weak (laughs) after four to five days of pegging my wife was feeling left out we spent time at the end of our sessions laying together and focusing on her climax but she was needing some classic piv Badly. Sadly, I wasn't able to maintain my usual erection. After some comforting and me reassuring her that it's totally normal after extensive pegging, I offered to put her belt on. She seemed a bit reluctant, I'm sure, because she didn't want to insult my ego, but I really don't have much ego to speak of, and I desperately wanted to please her. She agreed, and I have to say, it was incredible. It's been some years since I was able to beast out like that. And even though the attachment is smaller and thinner than me, she went wild. What a feeling of power to have a cock that won't wimp out just because it already came. I don't know why so many guys are threatened by their partner's toys, but if you've ever been in that situation, I recommend it highly. (laughs) This was delightful to come across because not too long ago I wrote that article about the case for cock owners wearing strap-ons. And I'm going to put a link to that in the linkorama for you all who are interested in that. There's many, many, many reasons why a cock owner might want to wear a strap-on. And I've talked about this article before, but if you are at all intrigued by the idea, not only am I going to put a link to the article, but I'll put a link to the spare parts deuce, which is if you want to do this, sometimes you can kind of make the harness of your partner fit but other times it's just really not made for you because you lovely cock owners have your dangly bits and they need to be put away somewhere or have room for them. So this particular harness, the spare parts deuce, has lots of room for those bits. And not just room, but the spare parts seduce Deuce offers two holes. So that just increases the potential like tenfold. Because you don't have just one hole to put a toy in, that you can use that toy and continue to satisfy your partner when your cock is being uncooperative. You can use both holes, one can be your cock, you can do dual penetration. Two things in two holes, you can do double penetration, two things in one hole, and I could go on. But read the article if it intrigues you. Click on the link, check out the spare parts deuce, and yes, I am happy that the wife went wild. <laughs> totally happy about that. That was a cool thing to find. This letter's called the Game Changer. Dear Ruby, I'm a 50-year-old cisgendered man who wrote to you a couple of times a few years ago about my initial revelatory experiences being pegged by my then-partner. That years-long relationship ended last spring, however. We were a casualty, you could say, of the physical distancing required by the ongoing pandemic. I will spare you and your listeners the details and just say that my former partner and I were precisely who we needed to be for one another at difficult times in our respective lives. Our intimacy was profound, unlike anything either of us had previously experienced, and helped heal wounds we had suffered in our previous marriages. I will forever be grateful to her, and she has said she feels the same about me. Upon our breakup, however, I seriously feared I would not likely feel again with a sexual partner that level of passion, mutual trust, and openness to try new things. For my ex and I, the latter had occasionally included pegging, something neither of us had done before. I had not done much ass-play, even solo, but in my awe for her willingness to trust me so intimately, I had offered to similarly be vulnerable for her. She was always enthusiastically game whenever I asked her to fuck me. And I never took that for granted. But when our partnership took its course and ended, I truly doubted I would find another woman as willing to don a harness and strap on at my request. It turns out I needn't have worried. I am now in an extraordinary relationship with a woman whose bubble of safety from the coronavirus is limited like my own allowing us to be intimate with one another without worry. As we become intimately acquainted with each other's bodies and turn-ons, we began to share our most secret desires. Fortunately, she loves toys as much as I do. Early on, I found the courage to tell her about how I learned I like to be pegged. She was not familiar with the concept, Ruby, but your infamous podcast number 112, For the Ladies, explained it better than I could. She listened to it and agreed that was something she looked forward to doing with me some day. but that day it came sooner than either of us expected. She now says pegging me is the sexiest thing she's ever done, and for me, watching her suit up to do it is almost hotter than the act itself. In a short amount of time, we have amassed quite an impressive arsenal of toys. Our pegging equipment alone includes an Aslan harness, the Pegging Paradise Pack bearing your name from EnticeMe.com, a double-ended silicone dildo called the Betty and Veronica from Vixen Creations, and the ultimate toy, what you recently dubbed and what we also refer to simply as the Game Changer, the official Strap-On-Me bendable vibrating dual-ended dildo that latter toy ruby is all you made it out to be and more in your review of it you said you had not had an opportunity to try it with a partner allow my gorgeous girlfriend and i to bear witness that the toy with its three independently operated vibrators is extraordinary That's the toy we work up to during our lovemaking and taking its full length from her while on my back as she smiles broadly down on me brings me to an ecstatic release, an emotional unburdening and complete exhaustion. As it did in my previous relationship, pegging requires me to put my complete trust in my intimate partner. On another level, it is an act of gratitude for being permitted to sexually penetrate her, giving me some empathic insight into what she experiences. On multiple occasions, being pegged has brought me to tears, not from pain, but from feeling joyfully humbled by the love I feel from and for her. I have been incredibly fortunate to have shared this journey with two incredible women. I thank my ex for taking a chance and trying it with me. Neither of us could have predicted how pleasurable it would be, let alone how it would transform us as a couple and for my current partner, I feel completely enveloped by her love for me. The pegging is but one of many ways she's proven to be astonishingly passionate and fun. I love and adore her. Ruby, I may be the luckiest man alive. Thank you for reading my story and for all that you do. Signed, Lightning Can Strike Twice. Hmm, that's a beautiful and game changer. You know, when I started reading this letter, I scanned it when it arrived and I didn't realize that a lot of the game changer part was because of the toy. I thought that it was just pegging, and so imagine my surprise when I start reading this, because I don't always read them exactly all the way through. I kind of wing it sometimes. So yes, I was surprised that you were talking about the strap on me bendable vibrating dildo. (laughs) This is awesome that you enjoyed it so much, and yes, I really do believe it is a game changer. And let me finish that sentence. I believe it is a game changer in the arena of giver satisfaction. That is a really important part, you guys, because the more they are having a good time and enjoying it and receiving pleasure, then yes, the more likely you are to get fucked a lot more often. So yay, very nice result with that toy, and you are blessed, sir you are totally blessed. (laughs) You know, luckiest man alive, absolutely. There's a bunch of guys listening out there that are going, yep, that guy's lucky. (laughs) So thank you so much for sending in that story and for bearing witness on the toy, which I still have not had the opportunity to use on a partner. (laughs) Part of the reason I have not used it on a partner, I mean, I could have arranged something by now. Part of it's pandemic, but part of it is that Fucking someone with a double is very intimate, and I am not quite at that point with any of my play partners, so I'm saving that. You know, I can take them to restaurants and put pub plugs in and control it and control their chastity cages and all these things like that, but yeah, I'm not quite ready to go there with a the double yet, but it's a yet. And I, you know, I'm practicing with the pillow. So we'll see when I finally do. You know, probably when I get off using the the pillow and fucking the pillow, I'll be like, you know, running to the nearest partner that wants to meet me, <laughs> and have a good time and finally be able to shout to the heavens that yes, Ruby Ryder had an orgasm while she was fucking her partner. <laughs> I'm happy for you too, and I'm happy especially for you, sir. Lightning can strike twice. Thanks for the letter. And that is it for this time, everybody. So, you guys are going to have a lot of links in the Linkorama. There are links to the Reddit prostate play group and come from anal group. There's a link to the case for cock owners using strap-ons, podcast number 112 for the ladies, and then the equipment links that will be in the linkorama are the We-Vibe Vector which we reviewed, the Enjoy P-Fun plug which the reviewer compared it to the B-Vibe plug which he also compared it to, the Enjoy Pure Wand and a narrow prostate massager that one of our pegging celebration people had and the Strap On Me Vibrating Bendable Double, the Spare Parts Deuce Harness for the guy who figured out that he could put it on and beast out with his wife, <laughs> and Aslan Leather Harness Pegging Paradise Pegging Pack. And some of you might be thinking, what is that? You heard that mentioned and you're thinking, what is that? Tiffany has put together a pack of things for when, it's ideal for when you're first starting pegging. It is the Blush Novelties Ergo Mini Dildo, which is a perfect starter dildo. It has a suction cup on the bottom, and it is dual density. There is a box of gloves. Yay! I'm a big fan of gloves. There is the ErgoFlow Director Bulb Syringe, which is the perfect luxury clean-out bulb, which is awesome for that. And then a bottle of liquid silk, my holy grail for pegging lube. Right. And last but not least, some pH balanced afterglow wipes to use to clean up after you've had your sexy times. So, Tiffany has bundled all those together and gives you a discount on those. It's a pretty good deal. So, there you have it. All those links are going to be in the Linkorama. If this is the first time you've ever listened to this podcast, what the hell is the (laughs) Linkorama? Just go to my website, peggingparadise.com, where I have posted up this podcast. And the show notes for that, where I have posted it, will have all those links. PeggingParadise.com is where you can find my blog, my podcasts, and my erotica. Pegging101.com offers informational pegging articles only, with no kink. My podcasts are available through any of your favorite podcast downloader apps. You can also stream my podcast directly from my website if you like. The follow tab has links for you to subscribe to my blog, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, FetLife, MeWe, Reddit, and PleaseMe. When you order exciting new toys from EnticeMe.com, please do remember to use that coupon code WRITER for free shipping. Send your questions to ruby at peggingparadise.com. No question is too interesting, too intellectual, or too infernal. (laughs) Whatever that might mean. My listeners will learn along with you, so don't hesitate. Throw those questions in my mailbox or record your question on the voice app of your phone and send it to me. Thanks for downloading and listening. You rock. Happy pegging and no shame.